Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the Bookcast episode 66, the official podcast of Books.net. Books.net, Australia's longest-lasting, oldest Nintendo fan site. I am your host, Daniel Worthington, and this week joining me in this Wii U news-filled episode, I have my our lovely community manager, James. G'day. So it's just us and a twosome of awesome today, um, which is good because we've got a lot of lot to cover and, well, I don't know, maybe not a lot of time to cover it in. Um, but yeah, we'll get into, um, things are going to be a bit different this episode, because uh, we want to really talk about the big news first, so we're going to dive right into the Wii U um, conferences that were held this week, uh, where the date and price was announced to the system for pretty much all regions, um, well, all the big regions. Yeah, I mean, we'll sort of start in the order of the, of the announcements. The first one was the um, was the Nintendo Japan um, conference, and I mean, they, well, the, well, the first thing we learned from all of, and this applies to all of them, is that there's going to be two bundles for the Wii U. Uh, one is going to be the basic one, which is just like a basic Wii U, um, which is white, um, comes with I think an eight gig internal flash. And oh no, is it flash or are oh, they S- I heard they were solid state drives, or is that yeah, not true? Yeah, yeah, sorry, SSD. Um, but yeah, it just comes with like basic stuff like HDMI cables, AC adapters, the gamepad, and then the 32 gig, um, which is the premium bundle, um, 32 gig SSD. Um, that one is black. Um, comes with again all the same stuff as the basic bundle, but also comes with a console stand. Um, a gamepad no, charging it dock. It comes with a tablet stand, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, a gamepad charging dock and a gamepad stand. Um, also included with that in all regions is a um, is Nintendo Premium, which I didn't really get this. So this is sort of like Xbox Gold or PSN Plus? No, it's okay. not. Um, it is... I, I still don't really understand it. I thought we wouldn't get it here, but it seems to be like... It's kind of like a mix of PlayStation Plus and the Ambassador Program. So, like, the the people who buy the console, I think within the first two years, um, they get a 10% discount on eShop titles, I'm pretty sure. I thought it was that you get 10% off, or 10% of your purchase goes towards redeeming points or something, and once you get a certain amount, you can use them to buy oh, other no, games. Oh, yes, that's correct, yeah. Sort of like what America's got with their Club Nintendo, where if you you can use your Club Nintendo points to redeem and purchase certain games. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. But um, I guess that's kind of thing, kind of true. Yeah. Um, but apparently this is this being included with the bundle is only a limited time only thing. But yeah, it looks like all nations in the world are getting those two. Um, different bundles for the Wii U, which, I mean, that's quite... Nintendo's never really done um, variant consoles at launch before. It's always just been, here's your one standard unit. It comes in blue or red, but it's all the same thing. This time, they're doing different bundles, and, I mean, both, like, the, the basic is white and the premium is black. Um, yeah, I don't cool. know. I, think, I don't know if I like that. Why not? I don't know, some people might want a black one, but they might not want, you know, to spend that much, but I don't know. Oh, on, the, oh, on the plus... Oh, more so people who want a white one, but want a premium console, you know? I mean, I guess the, the thing... 
I mean, the only real downside, if you wanted a white one, is you'd be um, you'd have a lot less space to play with um, the eight gig solid state drive. But we've been told that the Wii U will be able to take portable hard drives. So, oh, really? Yeah. So I mean, I didn't know that. So I mean, I think Reggie said you could plug it up to three terabyte portable hard drive into your Wii U and then be able to save games on that. So that's awesome. That is awesome. Um, and our other regions did get a bit of an extra bonus that Japan didn't. Other regions for their premium bundle will also get Nintendo Land bundled with it, which is great. Um, Nintendo Japan's doing the same as what they did with the Wii U launch in that they're not getting a bundled title. Um, everyone else got Wii Sports, but they didn't. But yeah, everyone else, if you want to get um, Nintendo Land, you get it with the premium bundle, which I think should easily cover the pricing difference. It's pretty good, yeah. really. It's, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to complain. Um, so, like, like, the dates for the Wii U, it's coming out on, um, strangely, Japan's the last area to get it. Yeah, because they announced Japan first. And, yeah. what's, what is, when does Japan get it? December the 8th. Yeah, so December 8th. So I was like, oh no, we're gonna, not going to get it until, like, after Christmas, because <laughs> I thought, you know, yeah. Japan must get it first. And, well, well, Cause I know that sometimes we get games first, you know, but I didn't really expect us to get a console first. Well, yeah, so Japan gets it December 8th. However, America gets it on November the 18th. So that's pretty, yeah, like, like over two weeks before Japan does. Um, Europe gets it on November the 30th, and I believe we get it on November the 30th as well. So it's a week before, yeah. really. Um, I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, I'm happy. And that, that's sort of like just enough distance before Christmas, and I think America, they wanted to get it out before the Black Friday sales anyway to create a huge stampede for that. So as for the price of the system, um, in Japan, it's going to be retailing. The basic bundle is coming out for 31,500 31, yen. Um, oh, sorry, that's for the premium, and the basic's 26,250 yen, which that roughly equates to 386 for the premium and 322 for the um, basic. Uh, they have announced prices for the gamepad in Japan. I don't believe other regions have had that yet. But the game yeah, it was almost two hundred dollars, wasn't it? It's thirteen hundred and forty four yen, which is one hundred and sixty four dollars. So I imagine wait thirteen hundred and forty four. Yeah, yen. Sure, it's not thirteen thousand. Um, I don't know. That's what Vuk's got it down as thirteen thousand. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, thirteen thousand four hundred forty four. So yeah, one hundred and sixty four dollars Australian. So I assume when that's going to come in here, they'll probably might take it down to 150 to give it a nice round number. Um, but yeah, that's the Japan prize. America, it's coming out 299 for the basic and 349 for the premium. Um, and as I said, the premium bundle does come with uh, Nintendo Land. So for an extra 50 bucks, well, I mean that's you know, what games. You get more space. You get an extra. You get a game, and you get the charging dock. And the Nintendo yeah. program. So that's awesome. Um, I'm not sure what the Europeans are looking like for prices because Nintendo Europe's very weird with that. They seem to sort of be all over the place um, with not actually giving a price. But I think it's only a little bit more than what we're paying for. Well, the conversion is anyway. And we're getting it for uh, 349 for the basic. And four twenty nine for the premium, which I think is an amazingly good deal because I think everyone was kind of worried 
um, when it comes to price, that it was going to be a lot more than what the Wii was. And, I mean, the premium's only like an extra $30 than what the Wii was when it launched. So I am really happy with the price. And I think you are as well, James. Yeah, I am. I don't... Th- I, I mean, a lot of people... The thing that I don't like is, you know, a lot of people are going and converting the price and then saying, oh, well, our dollar is like, you know... The same, so it should be the same as America. But like, the the problem with that is that the, the currency markets they, they they ebb and flow. I mean, we've been doing really well for the last two or three years against America, but I remember at one point we were like fifty cents to the American dollar. So it could swing back that way at a moment's notice. It's not even like I mean I don't even think it's that. Like I mean they have to ship them out here, and then you know they have to GST. Um, yeah, like government. You know, this whole these government taxes and stuff, so... I don't know, I just don't think it's really something to complain about. I think people are forgetting as well, when it comes out, retailers are going to be super competitive, and I reckon you'll be able to get one at least $50 cheaper. I mean, God knows what kind of deals Dick Smith will be doing on these. Like, they did great ones back when the original 3DS came out. Yeah, were they, aren't they in trouble now? Oh, probably. Who knows? So, I don't know, but we'll see. I mean, I, st- I do think that we'll get, like, I mean, at least $30 off the console, you know? for the premium one because 430 seems like a weird price and I think most people will drop it down to 399 if they can. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. And then even then if they don't they'll throw in a game I reckon someone will throw in you know a game with it. Mm. I mean just so. the fact it's it's an extra well I mean it's an extra $70 so no $80 for a game and then with all the extra um, add-ons anyway so I mean, I mean Nintendo Land is looking like to be a lot better beefier of a game than everyone everyone was anticipating when it was originally um, unveiled. Uh, I, I, no, I don't know. It's, you're you're not you're not sold on it yet, or I am, but it's, uh, to me, it's just a Wii Sport. Mm, I don't know. It still looks a bit more than that. But yeah, I mean, you're sort you're right. There there will be bundles um, at the Wazoo. It's it's like two months just um just over two months out from launch, so we haven't seen much yet, and. I think America, Europe is getting a different bundle as well. The Zombie yes, bundle. Europe's getting a zom- uh, bundle with the Ubisoft game Zombie U, so they looks like they're going to be pushing that really hard. Um, that won't be coming with Nintendo Land, though, but I think if you're buying it for Zombie is that U... A, so that's a, is that a premium set with Zombie U? Yep. Or it, yep basic it, set? No, premium set with Zombie U instead of Nintendo Land. Huh. So I reckon that's better for us, because, oh, but then again, I don't know. I don't uh, know. I, I, I think, because right, well, it'd be cool if, if they had the Zombie U one and the Nintendo Land one, then you've got, like, that casual market and stuff. I don't I hate using that word casual, but, you know, you've got that... True. That, 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 that package that apply, appeals to everyone, and then Zombie U's that package that appeals to, you know, the more intense gamer. Um, but then again, I suppose Nintendo Land is kind of built to be, like, an introductory title. Yeah, so I maybe mean... Maybe that it, is it, better. It opens. I mean, if you look at the play gameplay for the Zelda one, um, it shows how you sort of how how having someone with their own gamepad can help. If some, like someone's using the screen to just use the Wiimote nunchuck to attack with the sword, whereas the person with the gamepad's using it back to sit back and shoot arrows and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I the mean, whole I idea guess... of it is to introduce these how this can make a difference. It's the same as we play. It's this is what this controller can do, and this is the options it has open to it. But with Nintendo characters this time, which, I mean, not that Wii Play needed any help to sell. 
Well, we play only real. Like I, to be perfectly honest, I think we play sold because you know it was an extra remote. Yeah, for ten and extra it was dollars. The same price. Yeah, it was like ten bucks more, I think, or something, and you got an extra remote. So why not? Yeah. You know? Um, I think everyone did that. But yeah, I mean, I think the bundles are great value. Um, I mean, or just the system. I think. I mean, we we're all thinking it's going to be around five hundred dollars, weren't we? It's really annoying. I wish we could some. Well, I'm sure we we could have gone back and read our predictions, but we we didn't. Mm. <laughs> um. But I mean, and then like, I see a lot of Americans online. Sort of that sounded a bit stupid. I didn't mean it to. But I see a lot of people um, saying, "How the hell can you guys pay so much for game systems?" And then I just see a lot of Australians like, "Yeah, it's not bad. That's a good price." We were expecting yeah. it'd be a lot worse. Um, yeah. And then we told Americans that, well, the PS3 was a grand when it came out here. A thousand dollars. And people what? like, what? <laughs> Funny. Um, so, yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, not as bad as a lot of us were thinking, and I think that's going to be a great um, deal. And I think the price is just right. Uh, um. I mean, obviously, they couldn't have priced it too high because with the PS4 and the new 360 possibly coming out next year, um, if it was priced too similar to those, then they would be in a bit of trouble. But mm. at what I'm price? Interested. It's weird because I mean, I think the other thing is people don't realize it is a it, the console is quite seems to be quite powerful. Yeah, I mean, um, it depends on who you're talking to. It's either a little bit more powerful than the PS3 or 360, or it's just as, or it's different, or um, the specs, are, some of the some of the aspects of the system specs were alright, you know. What? Well, um, well, I don't pay much attention to specs. So, so what? What? Uh, what was it? Well, that was I, neither do I. Like yeah. the only thing I know I've read about is, for example, it has two. I think it has two gig of RAM. Um, yeah, I heard. I saw that. Apparently, three sixty has five twelve meg, Ooh. which is quite a. But apparently, only one gig is reserved for the operating system, which I think is a lot of memory for the operating system. Um. Well, if the OS the, is always on in the background, I guess. Yeah, but one and gig. Look, me first. But then the other thing is maybe they need that extra that extra memory to stream to your pad when you're not using it, you know? Yeah. But then the other thing that I think Book mentioned was, you know, I th- he reckons that developers will be able to, you know, kind of s- slip into that one gig that's reserved for the operating systems if they need to. Yeah. But still, one gig to be double—that's double the Xbox. And I mean, it's—I know I'm not gonna—I know it's not that simple, you know. But that's still—I don't know—I just think that's more. And I think that yeah. you know, the first wave of Wii U titles will look good, but not amazing. Um, but the second wave, I think, it's gonna be really, really, really impressive. And I think that—I mean, I hate think, talking about graphics and how graphics are amazing and how they're gonna make games sell. But so many people do look at that these days, unfortunately. And yeah. I think that's what Nintendo needs. I mean, I think we're sort of, we really are getting to the point where graphics are good, are great, um, and I mean, there is still a bit more wiggle room on how much higher they can go, but we will be, I mean, we're probably another two or three generations, uh, two generations off from reaching that plateau. I, I, think, honest, you know. I don't want them to get any more realistic because then they just look weird. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> could, could you play a whole game looking like Final Fantasy Spirits Within? Oh, no, I could, that I could, because that doesn't look, it looks good, but, you know, it doesn't look real. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, you know, I think that, what is it? I've seen, you know, there's demos and stuff where you see people and it's like, it's like realistic, but then it reaches that kind of uncanny valley 
look, because it just doesn't look right. It's really weird. I don't know. I just don't want things to be so really too realistic. And I find, like, artistically, those games that use the weird art styles and don't go for realism, they age perfectly. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, games like Wind Waker... Well, not even, not, not, not even just Wind Waker. Twilight Princess has... I mean, it, it's a game that, that was going for a good graph for, for high-level high graphics, especially on the GameCube. But it's got this little sort of... It's got this art style to it, like the way the characters are proportioned and all that, that makes it age a lot better than a lot of other games. Like Resident Evil 4, as much as we love it, you know, it does look a bit dated now, whereas I think Twilight Princess doesn't. Twilight Princess has a pretty tech-gross art style, though. I don't mind the art style in it, but... The it's... weird babies? Yeah. <laughs> Marlo. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, because it does have that weird art style, it doesn't look as graphically dated as something like Resident Evil 4. True. Um, but, I mean, we're talking about... While we're talking about games, we might move on to games that were announced. Um, we got a couple of surprises. One that seems to be setting the internet on fire. Um, Platinum Games, who bought us uh, Mad World on the Wii and Infinite Space on the DS. Um, also um, have guys from Clover Studios who are behind Akami and the Beautiful Joe games. And am I missing anything else that came to Nintendo, James? Um. No, I don't think so. Okay. I could um, be wrong, but I don't think so. And also bringing um, the formerly known as Project 100 um, to the Wii U. We'll get to the new name for that soon. Um, they're bringing Bayonetta 2 exclusively to the Wii U. And oh my God, is the internet freaking out. Yeah. James, <laughs> discuss. It's so bad. Um, I think... Well, well okay, I... for those who don't know... Okay, no, what's, I suppose yeah, what's, we'll start. What's Bayonetta? Um, Bayonetta is an action game where you play as a witch, and she has guns on her, sh- like, she has guns on her feet, and guns on, she has got hold guns too, so she's basically got four guns. Um, she... Tight leather atta- outfit? No, it's not leather. She attacks with her hair, with her hair, right? So the higher your combo, the less clothes she's wearing. <laughs> but it sounds really, 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 like, sexually gratuitous, but it, it's not really that that bad. It's actually, it's really good. And I, like, I promise it's a good game. It's not just like, you know, well, Dead Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball or didn't something. Didn't it get a 40 from Famitsu or something? Yeah, it's, it's, it is an amazing not, game. Not like, that that means much these days. But... Yeah, that's true. Um, to, to, just to, like, give you an idea, this game was made by the guy who made the original Devil May Cry, um, which in itself was, you know, one of the first action games that really popularised the kind of idea of stylish combat over the t- instead of just, you know, pointless, gory kind of combat games. Um, so it was made by him because he left Capcom, obviously he wanted to make a game of his own, so he made Bayonetta. Bayonetta is amazing. It's like one of the best action games I've ever played. I know a lot of, a lot of people think it's, it's the same. Um, I know a lot of people who don't think it's as good, <laughs> and I judge those people, but... You know, it's <laughs> it's just it. I, it's just such. It is such a great game. And when I think it was back in May, we were really disappointed to hear that Sega had cancelled the project because Sega published the first one. Um, and we were really disappointed to hear that Sega cancelled the second one that was apparently in development. And you know, that was it. Like we thought, you know, the franchise is dead. Whatever. The first game was amazing, though. So you know, can't complain much. Um, and yeah, that was it. We thought we'd never hear from them again. 
And then um, Nintendo announced that, you know, Bayonetta 2 is coming to the Wii U exclusively. Um, still developed by Platinum Games. The guy who created the first one and directed it is supervising. Um, but his, he still has uh, uh, another guy at Sushi Inaba. He's the guy who worked quite heavily on Beautiful Joe, Akami, God Hand. All those action games that got really, um, you know, really good reviews. Didn't really sell that well, unfortunately. <laughs> but, yeah. And so, the team, the team that work, that's working on it is still quite good. Um, yeah. Um, I guess, I, uh, uh, the I guess. The big thing is that the internet the big thing is, yeah, is I should freaking say, out. Yeah, the internet obviously is annoyed, be- like, because, you know, it was an Xbox game and a PS3 game, and now it's only coming out on Wii U. Um, I understand why people are annoyed, but at the same time, I think people need to realise that Nintendo really, I mean, I don't know if this is true or not, but, I mean, all signs point to it. I think Nintendo really saved the project. I think Sega gave up on it because Sega themselves aren't, you know, 100% at the moment. Yeah. Um, I think that what happened was, you know, it was it got cancelled in May. Nintendo was like, hmm, maybe we can, you know, I really... To, to be honest, I want this to be another Project Zero for Nintendo or Fatal Frame for Nintendo. I want them to, you know, release this game and then own the fr- thing and then really, really look after it. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a, it's a franchise that would do good for Nintendo as well. I mean, they don't have anything like this. I mean, I think the closest, not that I've played it, was um, but from what sort of a uh, really adult action game would have been um, Pandora's Tower. Yeah, and even then, they're not even a comparison. Yeah, yeah. So, but, um, yeah, so I think when people, it's so hard because it, people need to realise that, you know, this game wouldn't exist without Nintendo at the moment. No, it would exist, but this game wouldn't be coming out without Nintendo now. They've financed the project pretty much, I think, as far as I can see. It's quite, it seems to be quite obvious. So, why, sh- you know, why else, why else would it not be exclusive? Yeah. Um, and, I mean... The thing is, Bayonetta, the first game was great, but, and I think it sold a million, but I, I mean. Sega's I, in a precarious situation, so, I mean, a game like that, which, I mean, and it's sad that in this day and age, a million, a, a game that sells a million isn't enough. It, it needs to sell several million, like back in, back in the N64 or, or even early GameCube days, a game could sell like, you know, a hundred thousand or two hundred, and that would be enough to ensure it gets a sequel, but now it, games need to be, like multi-million um, sellers yeah. to buy a sequel, and and that is quite depressing. <laughs> I mean, that that's sort of what I mean. I, I like my little handheld games because they're not these big high-budget games, but they're games that haven't had as much resources put into it, but they're still great little games. Yeah. See, this is my issue, and I know that I I know for sure that there are a few people who listen to this podcast who absolutely love the God of War series, but my issue with that is series is that it's all of... A lot of the combat system is just had to, has, doesn't seem to have that much depth. Um, it's very much all the spectacle and the amazing set pieces and the gigantic bosses and all that stuff, Where and the quick-time events, which I cannot stand. Um, whereas Bayonetta is like, you know, it is very, like, you know, spectacly, like, it's all about the the presentation and stuff. The combat system is just so deep. There's so many weapons, so many combinations you can use, um, so many, like, you know, evasive manoeuvres, counters and all that. It's just a really, really well-put-together action game by the guy who pretty much fathered the genre. Um, 
I'm just so happy that the second one is coming out now. Yeah. Um. I the only thing that a lot of people are worried a lot of people are worried about, and I totally understand this, is people think it might be toned down a bit because it's on a Nintendo console. Um. Look, I I, I, I debate, especially the, the way Nintendo's sort of really trying to push the um. Yeah. Push push it more as a bit more of an adult system, especially like the highlighting games like um. Pop up ad. Trying to highlight games like um. Zombie U. Yeah, and, and the, see, the thing yeah. is, with Zombie U, Zombie U is violent. Um, Bayonet is violent, but there's also a little bit of... Uh, sex like it's, appeal? It's, there is, it's like a sex appeal, like sexual undertone. There's an enemy, for example, that is quite happy. <laughs> the best way that I can put it, without being disgusting. Her name is Joy, um, the enemy. Um, but, well, look, Nintendo's like, had games like this before, And that kind though, of stuff I is mean, just... It's cheesy and over-the-top, so it doesn't really feel sexual. Like, you just think, you know, oh, this is... That's quite funny. Um, I don't... And, I mean, Nintendo has... Even the Wii, they tried to do that from the start with games like No More Heroes. Um, yeah, see, that's true. See, Ch- I mean, I, I think people, Killer7 on the GameCube. That's it's not, not like a game back in the day. Yeah, it's not like... Do you remember when the SNES, like, you know... It's, Nintendo seemed to have, like kind of a say in everything that got put on well, the SNES. Well, even further like, back with the NES, with, um, you had games like um, Nintendo's own Devil World. Didn't get released in Japan because it featured crucifixes in it, and Nintendo of America did not want crosses in that game, to the point that um, the Castlevania games, a lot of the Christian references did get edited out. Yeah, and like, you know, Bionic Commando, they, I think yeah. they edited out Hitler in that. Yeah. Um, nice. What else did they, like, you know, Final Fight, they changed all those females to males. <laughs> um, which which Capcom revels in now that they've got this whole thing about poison. Yeah, it's um, great. So it, I mean, I, that that and you know, Mortal. The biggest one I think I remember was Mortal Kombat. Didn't have blood. It had this weird sand kind of effect. sweat. Yeah. Oh, was that what it was meant? Yeah, be? sweat. Um. Yeah, and that has changed. Like you know, I don't think we're at that point now where that kind of stuff will happen again. I don't think Nintendo has that much control over what they put on their console now, you know? Yeah. Well, they do obviously have control, um, but I don't think there is. Of course, like, they let um, Manhunter, or whatever that Rockstar game is, come out on the Wii in America. Yeah, but once again, that's violence. I mean, there's such... Yeah, yeah I, know, I, think, I know. It's still... Well, violence and I sex think, are still the same. Yeah, no, you're, you're correct. But I think in culture today, I think sexuality is looked at much more differently than violence. N- um, Nintendo but this, just... is, this is getting... <laughs> bit... N- Nintendo Japan lets Tits 3D come out on the 3DS. Oh, really? <laughs> you, you know the game I'm talking about, don't you? Oh, dear. Are you talking about Dead or Alive? No, no, no. This game uh-huh. on the 3DS in Japan with all these like anime girls. With enormous breasts, and it's just... Wow. I keep forgetting the name of it, but... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean... I've, I've a... I don't want to like. I don't want to go on about it too long, but you know, I think with Bayonetta two, people need to realize. In like to summarize, I think people need to realize the sequel wouldn't be getting released without Nintendo, and but you know, it's exclusive and they need to deal with it. I think with exclusives, like I don't. Well, I mean, I used to hate them, but I think that I'm starting to like them again because I mean, why else would you buy the consoles if they didn't have exclusives? Yeah, ex- yeah. Like it's, people I mean, buy I, a 360 for Halo. People buy a PlayStation for um, whatever franchises. Oh, well, not necessarily. Well, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I mean, I've got a 360 PS3 and a 
ways. And, you know, I I mean, I don't really play my PS3. A lot, a lot of people know I don't play my PS3 that much. And because the exclusives don't really appeal to me. Um, but, you know, I but I own that because, you know, of Uncharted or whatever. Uncharted, I think I loved Uncharted. I didn't mind Resistance. But I just, my point is, is like, I think that with exclusives, it gives you a reason to own all three consoles. I think, I hate the idea of games being multi-format and then people just buying one console. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of harbors that kind of fanboyish mentality as well, which you yeah. don't want. Um, don't, don't, don't want to stick on this for too long, but yeah, I mean, it, it's a big deal that this is coming out, coming out to the system. Um, so, I mean, that's great. Um, the other big game announcement, um, that we didn't know of before, um, is that Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate is coming to the Wii U and Monst- and it's also coming to the 3DS, um, in yes. March next year. Um, now Monster Hunter 3, what was it called on the 3DS that came out last year? Anyway. What? Well, Did one come out on the 3DS? Yeah. Oh, Monster Hunter 3 came out on the 3DS last year in Japan. Um, Maybe 3G or something? Yeah, yeah. Or 3G. I'm trying to find the exact name for it. But anyway, people have been wanting it to come out of Japan for a long time. And um, Capcom had been very, very, very quiet on it. Um, so now it As is, they do. Yeah. Now it is coming out on both the 3DS and the Wii U. And the benefit of that is that your saves will carry over. Right? Your save on the 3DS will, you'll be able to transfer that and play that on the Wii U. So you and, and vice versa. So you play the game on the Wii U, transfer your save to the 3DS, play it while you're out and about, come back home, load it back up on the Wii U, and play it online. The Wii U version you can play online, but not the 3DS one. Um, which is oh my god, an awesome, amazing idea. Because why hasn't anyone done anything like this before? We've had the DS and no Um, one... uh, hasn't Sony? <laughs> what? I'm pretty sure Sony's done that. The PS3 and Vita. Oh. Okay, I'm shutting up now. Oh, wait, no. To, uh, actually, I don't think there's been a case where there's a Vita version of a game and a PS3 version of a game and they both talk to each other. I think. Yeah. They talk to each other. Um, as in, like, you know, you can take your progress somewhere else. I don't think that's been done before. I don't want to sound... But I'm pretty sure. I mean, the save game transfer thing has is being done. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I just know. just the fact that you can transfer your um, you transfer your save. And I mean, like the Wii U version, you can play online. The 3DS one, you can't. So I mean, what you'd be doing during the day when you're out or on the bus, like me, you play the 3DS version, just grind, um, do random quests and stuff. Then you come home and play online. And I just think that's an amazing idea. Um, it is a good idea. Now, this game is actually coming out on launch in Japan, I believe, the uh, Wii U version. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird, because they didn't even show us footage at the US yeah. pro- um, event. No, there isn't any footage of it. Um, there's like a And it's coming out so soon. But it is definitely coming out March <laughs> um, 2013 in the West. So, But I'm pretty sure... Well, that was the thing with Japan. I'm pre- oh, It was somewhere that... Monster Hunter Ultimate was coming out to the Wii U at launch, as well as the Dragon Quest X beta for Wii U. Um, so, yeah, if, if you're worried about it not doing well in Japan, they have the two... If, if they have the two biggest... Um, Dragon Quest and Monster Hunter. Yeah, are the yeah. two biggest, biggest franchises in Japan outside of probably Mario and Pokemon. And to have those on launch day, I mean, that's just, yeah. It's crazy, really. 
Yeah. What a strong launch. Yeah. Um, speaking of launch, um, other titles um, announced for launch window, which is extending up until March. Um, we have Project 100 has now been renamed The Wonderful 101. Um, that's the other Platinum game coming to Wii U that looks like a cross between Beautiful Joe and Pikmin. Um, apparently it will be out... To do, well, apparently that's going to be a launch title. Yeah. Um, the, like, launch yeah, day. It is. Um, yeah. So I'm definitely getting that on launch day. Uh, that's coming out, yeah, November 18th for America and the 30th in um, Europe, Europe and us. And so, yeah, that's going to be a great one for people to pick up and pick up at launch. Um, other games launch window, Epic Mickey 2, The Power of 2, is um, being confirmed heading to the Wii U. So if you want to get it on the Wii, um, you can still it's still coming out on the Wii, but if you want to hold out for the... Um, Wii U version, you can do that. Apparently, it's going to have the option to actually draw in paintings and stuff on the on the tablet. Um, is that so? That will be launch day as well. Um, I yeah. don't know. I mean, it's been very vague about what's launch day. I mean, we'll find out more in the coming weeks. Um, Activision have announced a whole lot of games. Like, they've been really quiet on the Wii U, and then they just sort of exploded. Yeah, but to be fair, they only really released. I mean, most of the games they announced weren't that good, were they? Besides, I mean, COD's the big one. Yeah, and I mean, people are saying, you know, that looks pretty good. Yeah. Call um, of, um, I have uh, no interest in Call of Duty, but... Neither I mean, do I, but but with Black Ops 2, the cool thing is, um, I mean, it's so simple, but, you know, it's quite cool. You know, you have the, um, when you play multiplayer, like the split screen, like you, one person can play on the tablet <laughs> without anything else, and the second person can play, you know, on screen with the remote, or they can use the pro controller. I think that's so cool that you can do split screen without having split screen. I know, right? I mean, I know, I realise, you know, it's a small screen, whatever. Um, but still, I think that's just so cool. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, it's so simple, but so good. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I, I wasn't, I mean, I've, I've, I've bought one Call of Duty game in my whole life, and that was Call of Duty 3 on the Wii at launch. Yeah, I bought COD 2 for Xbox 360 yeah. at launch. I mean, I might end up getting <laughs> this just so I can carry on my tradition one so far, buying a Call of Duty game at launch. Um, so that'll be cool. Um, what else got... They also Activision also announced um, surprise, surprise, uh, Skylanders is coming to I thought that Wii. was already coming to Wii U anyway. Yeah, or well, whatever. Um, 007 Legends. Um, Which doesn't really look... It doesn't look that good, but I'm sure it'll be okay to play. They showed footage of that horrible looking Transformers game. Transformers Prime? Yeah. Um, which is kind of disappointing yep. after Fall of Cybertron came out and is just amazing, and then we sort of get a bit of a throwaway title. I don't know. It might actually turn out to be good, so I feel <laughs> bad judging it. Um, but yeah, there were plenty of other games. Uh, Mario Wii U, Music Mario Bros. Yep, that is a launch title. And Screw the Haters, that game is looking amazing. Yeah, it and, does. Like, even I was, I'm not a hater, but I was a skeptic. Um, I mean, look, uh, I've, I've played the new, as I said before, I've played the new Super Mario Brothers games in the past, but the 3DS one sort of made me a believer of it all, um, to actually get, get it all, and just, this is probably my most hyped Wii U title, because it just looks great, it sees the return of maps, um, like, the, like the proper big sprawling maps from new Super Mario. And they Mario mentioned top. there's going to be lots of secrets and stuff, Yeah, which reminds me of number three, and oh, more so in um, Super Mario World. Small, small changes like the um, auto-scrolling levels, and... Levels, um, like you can redo levels with challenges. Like there's one that it was showing where you have to play the level without hitting the ground. 
um, using the cool. scroll suit. Um, the auto-scrolling levels look amazing because it's just the challenge there. Um, heck, the only thing, the only other thing that I'd need to add to make this perfect would be like a level editor so you can make your own stages and share it. Is um, it online? Yeah, um, I believe Is so. it really? No, no, no. Um, no. I don't think multiplayer is online, but don't quote me on that. I wish multiplayer was online. Um, but uh. yeah, I mean, if, if, if this had the ability to make and share your own levels, I think it would just be perfect. Um, I guess. Well, I don't if, think it would, though. Because people are doing stuff right now with the Wii version with level editors, so, I mean... Yeah. I, I, th- yeah. I, I think if Nintendo sort of preempted them doing that and ha- um and adding it themselves, they could build a huge community around it, like much like Little Big Planet has. Yeah, right. Um, Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Yeah. I mean, not, not much has really been confirmed. Apparently... Mass Effect 3 is going to be launched in Europe. Um, I imagine Darksiders 2 will be a launch title. Rayman Legends is a launch title. Yeah, it's quite a strong um, launch, really. There's not yeah. really many bad games. I mean, yeah. a lot of games that a lot of people might have already played. But yeah. I mean, with Tekken Tag Tournament 2, like, I mean, I don't know anyone that's getting that on Xbox, and I had that pre-order, but I'm going to move that over to Wii U because I'm yeah. sure I'll have more people to play that with, and there's more more features, and just... With the pro controller, I mean, it'll be easy to play, you know. So, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I just had a weird pop up just started playing, and I couldn't. But yeah, um, the launch lineup looks great. Um, Hopefully, yeah. I mean, it's annoying that they're using that stupid launch window term. I hate that. Yeah, I mean, I think they were just a lot of dates. A lot of people are disappointed that Pikmin's not a launch title, isn't it? Well, they haven't said. Oh, what? Nothing really? was nothing was shown of it at at the pre, at the um, conferences. So, Man, is that game ever going to come out? <laughs> it will, but it's launch window. Oh, so wow. I imagine that'll be an early two thirteen game. I, you know what? I thought. I, to be honest, I thought they wouldn't mm. bring out three Nintendo wouldn't bring out three of its games at once. You know. Well, they usually I'm do. I'm surprised launch, Mario though. was even a launch title. They usually do for launch have three titles. Well, um. Really? Just trying to think, like, okay, look at the 3DS. I mean, more for um, America than what we got. But 3DS had um, Pilot Wings, Steel Diver, and um, what was the one with the dogs? Nintendogs. Um, the Wii. All fantastic games. Pilot Wings is okay. Um, the Wii had Zelda, had Skyward Sword, <laughs> and Excite Truck in America. So I mean, they do sort of like to have at least three titles out there. Um, some download titles were sort of confirmed. We got um, apparently footage of Toki Tori Two has well, gotten out there. Us, um, yep. Before we go to download, um, Wii Fit U is just has disappeared, hasn't it? Yeah, I can't see that on the um, on the on the games that have been announced for launch window. Weird. I think Trine Two is going to be a launch title for the online store. Yes, I'm excited about that. Um, that looks pretty. <laughs> Yeah, and then there's Tokitori 2. Um, Shirin has shown Nano Assault Neo, um, which Nano Assault came out on the 3DS last year. I'm not sure if it came out in Australia. Um, but it was a nice little sort of space shooter game, and that's coming to the Wii U, which, from the footage I've seen of it, looks just amazing. But, I mean, it's Shirin, so you sort of expect their games to look amazing. Why the Is hell Tank, have- Tank, Tank digital? I don't know. It's probably going to be a retail game. Is it digital game. or not? I, d- I don't know. 
If um, it's, I was going to say, if it's, if it's not digital, then it's going to tank, tank, tank. <laughs> Runner, uh, Runner, Runner 2 was shown off as well, which is the new game from the BitTrip guys. Sort of their mm-hmm. follow-up to BitTrip Runner. Um, but I mean, all up, just, yeah, there's so much news that came out about it. Um, I'm sure that we have, there's something we've missed, so you'll need to check the front site um, for it. Um, what else did they talk about? Oh, um, Ubisoft has heaps of games coming out. Too. Yeah, but that's Ubisoft. Yeah, but they're all like like Assassin's Creed Crap. Three. What? What? <laughs> I've played Assassin's Creed One or Two, and I didn't like it. What on earth? What kind of taste? Yeah, oh, I played it for that's... ten minutes. Maybe I need to play it for more. Ten minutes? You don't even do anything in ten minutes. Oh, play it. Well, I want to play Bayonetta first now. Oh, okay. Yep. I'm willing to permit that. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Tekken Tag 2, you said? Mm. Yeah. There's so many. There were quite a few, and that, that reel that they showed was so overwhelming. I can't remember any of them. Um, But it looks like quite, you know, meaty. And by March, I think they said 50 or 60 games, which is quite good. Mm. Better than the 3DS did after... And I mean, months. at the moment, I'm going to be really, really weary and say, at the moment, there doesn't seem to be that much shovelware. Barring tank, tank, tank. Yeah, but I, do you know what? I really hope that the move to HD means that this shovelware will become, you know, financially unviable, so we won't get Well, no, nah, there is shovelware. It's just all on the iPhone. Yeah, I just guess. Like, that Wipeout game? How terrible did that look? <laughs> I was like, what is this mess? Just needs, like, yes, mess. needs to have that guy from NeoGAF who was on it. Oh, terrible. Anyway. Um, other stuff announced. Nintendo of America announced a big new feature for the Wii U in America. Um, it doesn't look like anyone else is getting it, but it's called Nintendo TV. TV spelled T-V-double-I. Mm. In that funky way Nintendo does stuff. Um, basically, it's going to be a video streaming service to the Wii U um, tablet, which will have, like, Netflix, um, sport, uh, like, um, football, or American Gridiron, and stuff like that. It does look... I mean, did you watch the footage of it? Like how yeah, it, it, it looks exciting and great. Um, unfortunately, I don't think we'll get anything quite as good as, the America, uh, as America gets with it, but we're sort of used to that. I'm sort yeah. of hoping if but, we get something... I'm hoping if we get something similar, um, it'll it'll be sort of like what Xbox has um, now, where you can watch ABC iView. Um, it's so the Xbox one is just so anemic, though. I suppose Foxtel is good on Xbox, so maybe that they could do something. Yeah, but I um, don't know if Microsoft have an exclusive contract with Foxtel or something. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe not. But I mean, look, if, if they can at least get like ABC iView and like the SBS and Channel 9, Channel 7 has their one now. Um, Plus 7, I think. Yeah. Um, and then there's also like services like Big Pond Movies. Um, Ionet has their Fetch TV. Um, so there are options Nintendo Australia needs could look at if they wanted to for this. Um, but will they? Yeah, I mean, or even if it's just something simple as YouTube integration, that'd be great. <laughs> um, but the at the very least, I'm hoping for ABC iView because that's like the only channel I watch. I'm old. I watch ABC. No, I, I watch ABC, and I'm younger. I know. I'm not old though. Just from anyway, from when I was a kid, I'm thirty. From when I was a kid. That's all the old people watched. But I was also a country kid. We had two stations. 
Yeah, um, GW and ABC suck on that. Your thirty-one channels you have now. Not even Win. No, no Win. Back when I was a kid, Win came as soon as I moved to Perth. They got Win, and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Spewing. Yeah. Um, the what's it called? Um, I think it's a good. I, I like this idea because I think that this is the thing. Like, I mean, I know so many people don't seem to care about it, but I think it's something that really sets the Xbox and the PS3 apart from the Wii. There's just no multimedia functionality at all. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It can't play DVDs, it can't do anything. I mean, they've got Netflix now, I don't know. Yeah, in America. And the 3D, yeah, on the 3DS America. Nintendo's always been about we make video game systems. They play video games, that's all they need to. Now with the Wii U, they've sort of had to go, you want us to do all this stuff? Fine, we're going to do it. Here's Nintendo TV. Here's um, our social networking platform, the Miiverse. Um, so they are making an effort to get all this stuff that they should have had a generation ago, though. So it's still a bit of Nintendo playing catch-up. I mean, we still don't know if this thing has achievements yet. I don't think it does. I'm pretty sure it does. I think mm. they mentioned it somewhere. It's called Accomplishments. I'm pretty sure we mentioned this last podcast. No, I can't remember. Um, that would be nice if they did, because I love them. It has <laughs> been confirmed that you will be able to transfer all of your WiiWare and um, virtual console games to the Wii U. Um, not sure how that process is going to work yet. From what I've little of it I've read, it's kind of like the 3DS, um, DSi to 3DS transfer, where you need both systems there. Transfer I hope not, to that one didn't to the work other. For me well at all. There's looks like there's no accounts based system yet, um, which is annoying. Because my dream for one day is that they have an account system that ties to your 3ds and your Wii U and virtual console games you've bought on your Wii U. You can play in your 3ds or whatever. Because that would be awesome. But and another thing apparently is because you can flip games from your um you know to play on your on the tablet Wii U games. But virtual console games, you won't be able to. You'll still need to play them on the TV. Really? That's what I'm hearing. Did they say, oh, I have to accept the yeah, file? Yeah, um, because they run in Wii mode and games played in Wii mode have to be played on the TV. Oh, that's fair enough. But, I mean, imagine, oh, um, just, imagine being able to play. Yep. Does the Wii U play GameCube or not? No. Oh, so I have to keep mm. my Wii. Uh, <laughs> I've still got my GameCube. Um, I've got my GameCube, but I don't, I don't like hooking it up and shit. Um, <sighs> but it is a bit disappointing that, I mean, I just think playing Xenoblade on the Wii U tablet using the, um, using yeah, the tablet like, like a yeah. classic controller would have been awesome. That would be um, cool, but that would be hard, you know, that would be hard to do, I guess. I don't, I mean, I'm, it's still pretty feature rich, I don't want to complain about oh, that yeah. too much, you know. Yeah, but I mean, these are little things that probably wouldn't take much work to do. But yeah, mm. I mean, we've gone on for ages about this. So I mean, there really was a lot of news that came out in a short space of time. Um, I it mean, because it was three conferences, really. Four. Japan had a second one that just talked about games. Did anything happen in the Japan one? The second um, one? Just just talking about games and stuff. Nothing. And yet. I mean, there, there was also another Nintendo Direct before this um, that was just about 3DS stuff about a week or two before, which we'll get into later when we do proper news um but yeah i think we'll leave the wii u stuff for now um because exciting yeah um we have a date and price november 30th book your days in i'm booking my i'm booking that day off and start saving (laughs) um oh i just got my tax return in so that's what that's going towards um so yeah we're back after a quick break and i think given one of the games we're talking about is castlevania 
Um, I'm going to chuck some Castlevania music in here because it's always awesome. So we're back after a quick break and then we'll see you then. Okay, and we are back. Um, the Wii U segment went for about, what, 50 minutes, so... Games, oh, played, games played hopefully shouldn't be as long. Um, well, given it's only me who's got stuff to talk about, because James apparently hasn't been playing anything, um, but he has uni and stuff, so... He's a poor uni student. I'm becoming an adult. I don't want to be an adult. <laughs> um, I just want to play video games forever. So, I mean, I've, I've got a few titles to talk about. Only really DS-handled stuff. I haven't been playing the Wii much um, lately. Uh, so, we'll just try and get through this as quick as I can. Um, I finally got my um, 3DS XL. Um, oh, I got mine too. I guess you could talk about it. Well, oh, no, we already talked yeah, about it. Yeah, but we can still talk yeah. about it together now. And, I mean, I agree with everything you said, James. Oh, my God. It's just... It, it's so good. Much better than you, you would think, wouldn't you? Isn't yeah, it? it's it's not just the size. I mean, my f- main thing is it just feels right to hold it. Um, yeah, I my, don't know what it, is. It, it, it does. It feels better. Um, it's because like the edges are a little bit more rounded. It doesn't feel like it's stabbing into me as much. And I mean, also, it it it's a little bit heavier, but I swear it feels like it's lighter. And I think that's because you have more area to grip on and support it. So it doesn't hurt as much, but just everything about it is just a class act. It's just why couldn't it have originally come out like that? Yeah, but then I don't know. You got red. You got red, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I got the blue, and it looks so good. The red is obviously the most popular. Mm. Really? <laughs> because yeah, well, apparently, stock for the red one is out of stock until October. I have heard that. Really? Okay. Um, it's the it's. The, it's the most purchased one. I would have thought silver. Um, silver, I don't know. I like. I wanted to get silver, but then I was like, no. Oh, but you know, I looked at it and I was like, oh. and I was like, as many of you know, um, and quite depressingly, I was like, this is probably the biggest decision I've ever had to make in my life. That was obviously exaggeration. <laughs> but I, yeah, I mean, I looked at it and I looked at it and I literally stood there in the store for an hour trying to work out which one I wanted, but I just went with red. I just didn't... Silver was just too boring for me. You saw red, you saw red, you saw red. I see red, I see red, I see red. Um, so yeah. Um, <laughs> Does anyone understand that reference? They will I when they so. hear the outro song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually did manage to get a case for it. Um, I originally picked up one of those cheap $10 ones from Kmart, which did alright. And then I got this one that I had ordered from... Um, I ordered online, which has enough space to hold games and my cleaning cloth and an extra yeah. an extra set of headphones and my big chunky stylus. 
the problem is that case is so goddamn big. Um, so I might just still hunt around for another smaller one. I can just sort of chuck why it in. Bo- I suppose I shouldn't say this. I was going to say, why do you bother with cases? But I mean, I understand. Because I, I just can't. Oh, you take yours everywhere. Yeah, hey? yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I I take it on the bus. So I want it, and it's in my bag. So I just want it to be protected while it's in the bag and not getting scratches on it on the car yeah. and shell. Um, transfer process went quite smoothly for me. I didn't didn't have any problems at all. Um, yeah, everyone it went smoothly except me. I, I enjoyed reason. watching the Pikmin transfer the games over. Yeah, <laughs> thought that was cool. Actually, I saw a thread people asking about the WiiWare. Um, the way you, way to way you transfer them, like as long as it has Pikmin, I'll be happy. Because that was cool. Um, as for games, actual proper games played, I've been playing more New Super Mario Brothers too. Um, I think I, I really like this game. It's just, I mean, my main point I wanted to bring up by talking about it again this week is I'm really glad I downloaded it because it's a great little game to always have on you. Yeah, I kind of wish I did, but then I love boxes. Yeah, I, mean, I like having the box as well, because I've got both, but, I mean, certain games... You've got are, both. Yeah, I told you that, right? Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, I mucked, yeah, I mucked up. Um, For everyone who doesn't know, he bought... He well, pre-ordered okay, okay, it, I, I, it... No, 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 yeah, I'll tell the story. Okay. He pre-ordered it online, and then he couldn't wait, so he bought it again, and then it sh- before you could cancel the pre-ordered one, it was already shipped. Or was unable to be cancelled. Well, okay, I, I pre-ordered because I've got a US 3DS, um, so I pre-ordered it from Amazon, and then the download title went up, and I thought, you know, I'm not going to have the 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 disc for another week anyway, so I may as well just cancel it and download it because it is cheaper for me to download the games anyway, because I don't need to worry about shipping costs. So I went to download it. You don't need to worry about shipping costs. <laughs> you only have, you only have to worry about the second copy. Cost. Yeah, yeah. So instead it's of dead. saving myself twenty dollars, I've just wasted an extra forty. So yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Whatever. Um, but yeah, it's just a great little game to have there. I mean, because I'm playing other games on the 3ds, but if I get bored of them and just want to play some Mario, I go back to that and then do some coin rush mode, or I just finish up some levels I haven't done. I've unlocked all the worlds now. I just need more star coins so I can play in the final world. Um, and there's a couple of little levels here and there I haven't found the secret exits to, but other than that, I've, yeah, I've still got, I've finished the main game, but it's just all the little side stuff I've got to finish it off, and I'm probably about 10 hours into it, I think. So I'm getting a lot out of it. Um, since the last episode, Backlog, I'm still working for my Backlog stuff. Um, I've finished enough games so I could um, chuck some new titles on, and two of the titles I chucked on, one was New Super Mario Brothers, and the other one was Gargoyles Quest for the 3DS Virtual Console. Um, Gargoyles Quest is sort of, it's, it's a Game Boy game that was, came out in 1990, I think, and it's a spin-off to Capcom's Ghosts and Goblins series. Oh, it is that? I'm yeah. Sure. I'm um, if anyone's played Ghosts and Goblins, <laughs> there's this little winged demon character called the Red, well, oh, how do you say it, James? Is that called that in a, in, well, anyway, I'll just say, um, Red, is it Arima? Arima? Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. This little demon dude who attacks you. Um, in Gargoyle's Quest, you play as, you play as one of them who's in like the demon underworld kingdom thing. Um, cause some other big demon guy is coming in and wants to destroy the whole demon kingdom. So 
you have to save the demon kingdom from this other guy and it's sort of like a um legend of zelda links um oh, oh, what's it called links adventure sort of side-scrolling rpg sort of thing like the main levels are just these side-scrolling platform areas um where you sort of i mean he's called oh god what's his name just give me um do back do, do 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 background music james what do you mean just just make music oh. sing a song Okay, cool. <laughs> yep, yep, that's enough. Um, you can stop. Um, the main character, is, his name's Firebrand in this game. Um, oh, Firebrand, that's his name. Oh, he's got different names depending on where he is. Yeah. But anyway, um... He can, I mean, at the beginning of the game, you really, you can just jump, and because he's got wings, he can hover in air for a bit, and he spits out fireballs. Um, as you go through the game and get power-ups, you can jump a little bit higher, you can hover for longer, you can do different attacks. Like, you get one that'll go through these, um, that, that'll destroy certain blocks, you'll get another one, which will create, like, a blob on, um, spikes, so you can use spikes to climb walls, because he can also climb if, if you, um, jump onto a flat surface, you'll grab onto it, so you can sort of keep jumping up. Sort of Ninja Gaiden style, if anyone's played the originals of those. Ninja um, jumping. Yeah, well, well, yeah, he grabs onto the wall and they can just sort of jump up higher. But you can also stay there for a bit and whatever. But yeah, see, so um, as you go through the levels, you get power-ups that'll permanently increase your abilities. Um, and then once you finish the level, beat the boss, you go into an overworld which has random encounters. Um, but these random encounters are just little, like little short, um, side scrolling levels with maybe one or two enemies. And it just goes on like that for about, I, mean, I found it be a three or four, oh, probably five hours long, the whole game. Um, really happy I played it actually. It's sort of one of those little miss gems that I didn't play as a kid. Um, and I mean, if you got a 3DS, I think it's like $4 or something, four or five dollars. Definitely check it out. You there? Yeah. Yep, okay. It's <laughs> really quiet. Um, <laughs> I just don't know. I, I never played it. I yeah, never really I got th- into Ghosts and Goblins or the spin-off. So. Yeah, I, mean, I think, yeah, I mean, check it out. I mean, if, if, I could, if I could gift you the game, James, I would. Oh, that's good to know, I guess. Um, <laughs> other one I've been... Um, the other game I finished was Castlevania Audio of Ecclesia, which I think you might have a fair bit to add to this one, James. Oh, it's been so long, though. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, before the before I played Dawn of Sorrow, I was not a Castlevania fan, and then I played that, and I've been in love with all of them. Um, I enjoyed Portrait of Ruin. I, I might... Portrait I don't of Ruin. I don't know if I'll get a bit of grief over this, but I think Portrait of Ruin was my favourite out of the DS games. Um, Is this the book one? Yes. No, no. Yes. Order of Ecclesia is better. Much mm, better. I have problems with Order of Ecclesia. I like Portrait of Ruin because it, it, because it has <laughs> because it still has that big castle thing and then you've got the portraits that go to those other different looking areas. And I think those areas like like you've got the one that's in like the upside down world carnival sort of thing and I like the switching between the two characters and just all the other little extra gameplay elements. The one thing I didn't like about it was the art. It just was way too anime-inspired. Um, 
you just didn't like it because she had a book. I don't know what it was. Um, I loved, I absolutely loved the one with his name is Soma. Yep, what Dawn of Sorrow. Yeah, Dawn of Sorrow. Um, I just loved that. And then I don't know what it was. I just couldn't get into Portrait of Rowan. I don't know if it's, it's not a bad game. I just you know but, when you just uh, can't get into something. Yeah, yeah. The and general... then because I couldn't get into it, um, and then I found out that you liked it, so I started making fun of it. And because whenever we played Harm... Uh, what was it called? The HD one? Oh, we need to play that. Oh. Yeah, I know. Um, yes, we do. There, there's... Uh, for those who don't know, on the 360, there is a... Um, there is this multiplayer Castlevania game, which is just basically... Um, you got single-stage areas, and you've got 30 minutes to finish it, and you just got to get from one side of the castle to the other, beat the boss... And whenever we'd play it together, I'd be going with chick with the book because she's I just awesome. Don't think a book is a weapon. She no, because it shoots out swords and stuff as well. <laughs> but anyway, Order of Ecclesia. Um, I mean, I've, I was really excited for this when it came out, but I just sort of stopped playing it. And um, now that it's so I, expensive when it came out here as well, I'm pretty sure it was eighty dollars. It's it a Castlevania game. They usually are. Um, now that I finished it, I'm really happy that I've played it. I mean, it's a I mean, I, I can see why everyone loves it, and Shinoa is an awesome character. Indeed. Um, she's just, I mean, what they did with the storyline there was quite cool, and then you think you finish the game, and then, oh, wait, there's still the castle to do. Um, yeah, I don't know, you, well, yeah, I really did like it. What, what, what did you, because my voice is going a bit James, what, what, what did you like most about it when you first played it? I don't know. I... That's a really good answer, isn't it? Um, I, it's, it had like honestly, it's been so long. I can't even remember. I've played so many games; it's quite depressing that I can't remember it. Um, I don't know. I think I, I remember enjoying. I loved the story. I liked the idea. I liked the glyph system a little bit better. Yeah. Um. um I liked that you could mix them up and stuff. You know, like I didn't. Uh, I just felt that. It was well, just I, a bit... I I I love the glyph system. The one problem I had with it is that I mean, towards the end, I found myself just using the same few glyphs over and over again. Yeah, I mean, that's there was true, There was this holy attack one, um, which shoots a beam out right in front of you. That was just so useful, there was no point to using any uh, anything else. Yeah. Um, the basic... What I did love, though, was, like, I loved the way that, you know, they kind of played around with the movement system a little bit. Like, you know yeah. how she can create the... the barrier attached to those nodes, and then you can fling yourself across places and stuff? Yeah, the Magnus. Oh, I can't, yeah, obviously, yeah. I can't remember the name. Um, <laughs> But that was just, you know, it wasn't, I mean, it's not like, you know, groundbreaking, but, you know, it was just like, a, you know, a nice, that kind of movement. And the way they implemented that into combat with certain bosses was just yeah. well done, too. The yeah. graphics were great, too, for a DM. Oh, yeah. Game. I mean, this is sort of the first Castlevania game where they I mean, Castlevania, especially the DS and GBA ones, had basically been reusing the same sprites, all dating back to Symphony of the Night. Um this one introduced a few new ones, changed some of the existing sprites. Um, it was a very different Castlevania game, though, which I think was a good thing for the series. Like, they'd had been falling into this whole, there's just a big castle to explore sort of formula. Um, this was good in that you had different levels to actually go to and explore back to. And, I mean, I had a lot of fun. I mean, <clears throat> I spent a good deal of the game doing all the side quests and making sure I'd saved all of the village. Well, you had to save all of the villages. Um, yeah. to get the proper ending, and but then making sure I had done all their quests, and then I had to do the um, bonus areas that unlocked, which I found them to be quite hard. Um, but yeah, I mean it's a great little game. Um, 
it's a shame that Iga isn't working on Castlevania anymore because the guy obviously had passion and he made really good games, um, excluding Castlevania Judgment, I guess. Some character designs. Oh, that us. Those character designs, I just can't get over that. That's why I don't like the Death Note guy, because he killed Castlevania. Oh, what a mess that was. Um, yeah, I mean, it's if, if, if that's going to be the last true Castlevania he's made, I, I think it's a good send-off to the series from him. Um, but HD was his, wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean, I don't consider that a true Castlevania, I guess. That's just sort of this fun multiplayer thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, it always would have been great because he was always sort of building up to this big mythical battle that happened between um, that happened with Dracula um, on 1999, and it's a shame we won't get to see that now. I mean, my, my big annoyance is that with the new series, they've just it is a new series; it doesn't deal with any of the existing canon at all. And he'd spent it's so much a, time isn't trying it to like a severe prequel or not, or is it actually a proper reboot? I think it's a reboot because it does feature certain characters, um, especially like the first one has Cornell, who is the werewolf from Legacy of Darkness or whatever it was in the '64. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's a true reboot. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, all, all all the Castlevania games on the DS are great. Um, if you haven't played any before, I'd still say probably start with Dawn of Sorrow because. The difficulty in Order of Ecclesia can be a little bit off-putting. Um, it's a brutally hard game. Dawn of Sorrow got me hooked, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm the, the person who should be consulted for opinions all the time. Yes, you should. You're a reviews guy. <laughs> but, yeah, no, Dawn of Sorrow was the one that got me hooked. Um, another game I've been trying to clear off my backlog is Shin Megami Tensei Devil Survivor Overclocked for the 3DS. Um, nothing to say about this. <laughs> You've played the Shin Megami games before, haven't you? I've played um the Persona. What's Nocturne? Nocturne was number three, wasn't it? Yeah, I played that on PS2, and I played um Persona three, and I'm going to get Persona four on my Vita, so I'll actually have a game to play on the Vita. <laughs> um, look, I mean, I, I may have talked about this in the past. I might, I might save it for when I've finished it. Um, but I mean, it's just basically a I guess it's a strategy RPG um, game set in modern-day Tokyo. Um, something's happened. Um, you and some friends are in Tokyo, and you're all locked. Um, there's this big lockdown goes. No one can leave this area called the Yamanoto Circle. Um, demons have started appearing in this area. You have a device which looks like a DS, which you can use to summon demons. Um, and so it's, it's all, it's basically, the story is they're trying to figure out why this is happening and how to get out each day. Um, because the game, you got seven days to, cause you know, something bad's going to happen in seven days. Um, and each sort of action you take in the game uses up a certain amount of time. So you've got to try and get these, um, like you'll get an email at the beginning of each day saying, this is what's going to happen today. It predicts the future. A certain person is going to die at this time. And a lot of these characters are plot. <clears throat> Plot critical, so you need to make sure they don't die. And yeah, I mean, um, it does, and it's got like multiple endings. So I mean, I'm tr- interested to see where I end up with the choices I've made so far. Hopefully, by next episode, I'll have finished it because I've been hammering it out pretty hard recently. Um, with the demons you get, you can actually fuse them to make new, more powerful demons. And the thing with like Shin Megami is like probably the 
after Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy, it's one of the big three RPGs in Japan. It's been around just as long as the other two, but it doesn't sugarcoat stuff. Like it deals with pretty serious issues like suicide and murder and um like the demons don't muck around. They're, I mean, and, and it's very, I mean, you know how my, how most games, like Final Fantasy, they're, they're cute and cuddly monsters. These are things like, you know, um, I, I mean, they're, they're spirits and demons that are based on real cultures. Like, you got stuff like, um, there's Cat She, which is this cat, um, demon thing from Scottish folklore and, um, I don't know, it just the way it sort of presents itself as being a bit more serious than like a Final Fantasy or a, um, or a Dragon Quest is quite appealing. It's definitely more gloomy. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, but that's, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, as I said, I haven't really played them that much, so I don't This know. one hasn't come out in English, or in, in the PAL regions yet, but I believe it has been announced to be coming out in Europe. Um, it is, and it also is a remake of a DS game, so I mean, if people, are interested and hopefully will be after I finish it and give a better description of it. Um, they will want to play it. I mean, they, they can check it out. And James has nothing to talk about at all. No. Okay. Right. Um, that's cool. Um, we'll take a quick break now and then we'll be back to, with a bit more news and then we'll wrap this thing up. And we're back. Um, Wii U's been a majority, well, the Wii U conference is a majority of years, but there have been some other really big announcements um, lately. Um, the first one James can talk about, because it's a series that's very near and dear to him. Yes. Who is it? What's happening? Oh, right. Sorry. Um, Phoenix Wright, wait. Fe- oh, I think it's called Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney 5. Um, actually, I'm going to be honest, I've seen the screenshots and stuff, but I haven't actually read anything about it. Um, I don't really want to know anything, just in case. Okay, how much do you love Phoenix Wright? Pretty much. Pretty, like, a lot, a, a lot, a lot. I don't... It's what, pretty... You, it's so good! How can, you, you've got to play it. You want his babies? <laughs> huh? You want his babies? Oh, no. I don't like the character that much. I like the game, so... <laughs> I own all the games, I just haven't played them. Oh, well, I guess you're halfway there. Um... Yeah, no, it's really good. It's a great, um, like, it's, I mean, it does, I mean, I'll, I will admit, this is a bit of a visually novelly kind of game, so it does get a little bit slow at times. But the courtroom sequences are just so fun and so intense, um, especially when, you know, really intense stuff gets, um, what's the word? Intense? Revealed. Revealed, yeah. Yep. And, you know, and it plays that really, really fast-paced music, and you're like, oh, I'm almost gloom, and you just keep presenting evidence, and, you know, it gets so tense. and It's just so well done, and I really like it. 
Um, I'm really excited that we're getting a new one. Um, I'm really excited that Phoenix is back in the spotlight again. Well, didn't... Um, I, did, okay, I said I haven't played, so I don't know for sure. Didn't he retire and then, like, Apollo, um, Apollo or whatever his name is, step up? Um, the problem... I don't want to talk about it because it's quite spoilerific. <laughs> um, he... Okay, well, I'll just say he did stop working as a lawyer for a bit. Okay, cool. Um, and uh, that's... We'll leave it at that. Um, the... The thing with this new game is, it has been it has been announced for the West, which is good. Uh, it has been announced for Europe, which is even better because then at least there's a way that I can play it when it comes out, if no one decides to bring it to Australia. It also doesn't use sprites anymore. Is that correct? Yeah, it's, sure. yeah. I'm looking at pictures of it now. It's like 3D polygon. But I mean, you've seen screenshots for um. It sort of looks like the way they do with Layton now for th- in 3D. Yeah, it's and I have no problems with that. Um, I understand that it's going to be way too hard to draw these sprites and animate them as well, like, to a standard that is acceptable today. Because, you know, the originals were what? Mobile phone games originally? Weren't they? No, they were GBA games. Oh, okay, yeah. So, you know, like, I mean, they were using the same sprites, almost, for the whole series. So now, you know, it's nice to see it's getting, like, a fresh lick of paint and it looks nice, it's colourful. Um, there's a new character that accompanies Phoenix in his trials, but I don't know who she is because I haven't read up on her. Um, yeah, it just it, I'm just happy that we're getting another Ace Attorney. Um, hopefully the writing is as good, if not better, than the other games. And I hope that we'll see a few returning characters besides Phoenix and the Judge, obviously. Uh, Miles Edgeworth, obviously. Yeah, like, I hope he appears because, you know, Ace Attorney Investigations 2 didn't appear in the West, and that I'm still bitter about that. Um, but, the, I mean, if Ace Attorney Investigations was anything to go by, you know, the writers have still got it, so hopefully it'll go well. They're just such good games. I yeah. love the story in them. I mean, because, pro- uh, you know... you know, Play them. You know, I loved Ghost Trick last year, so... Yeah, well, that's... Yeah, so... I, I mean, I really guy. hope that Ghost Trick isn't dead, now that you've mentioned it. But... Well, it is, because that's how the game starts. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so I know. No, no, it's ooh, not. Ooh, don't, ooh. don't, don't, don't belittle me. No, <laughs> it's fine. Um, um, that's cool. Was yeah. was there anything about Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney? Um, it is getting released in Japan in November. Ooh. They have yet to confirm a Western. Has there release. been any gameplay footage of it though? <laughs> I just want to know how it plays. I'm sure, there has. I haven't. I've got, mm. I didn't follow that event that where it was announced. But I'm sure there has, surely, if it's coming out in November. Speaking of Professor Layton, um, the new one's coming out um, for us in October-ish or somewhere like that. Um, but another one has been announced for the 3DS. Um, <clears throat> it's the last one. Well, apparently... See, I don't know what, what what's... I'm hearing different things like, this will be Layton's last adventure, but it won't be the last Professor Layton game, if that makes what sense. What mean? Well, he's been... So Luke's going to take over. Maybe. Um, or, oh, or, no. or it could be chronologically the last Leighton adventure. Because, oh, I mean, they, they, well, they have been... Like, the first three Leighton games were all in order. But then they did a prequel to how Leighton first met Luke. Yeah, and, I remember that. I mean, maybe they'll do more stuff in that time frame or just sort of jump around all over the place. Um, I would like to see... Because, I mean, Leighton, the third um, Unwound Future... 
or the lost future um sort of ended on a bit of a sad note so i mean i would like to see something that sort of sets up what happens after that and starts a new series of, of adventure um but, I mean, I could. there's a lot they could do with this world, so, I mean, I'm looking forward to this a lot. I mean, I love the Leighton games. Love them. He's probably much I do. I do, too, but I do feel like they're getting a little bit... Oh, yeah, they're, they're getting stale. Um, I mean, I think I think Leighton was one of the best new franchises from the last generation. It just has a great mass market appeal. and. Um, it's so weird how it came out of nowhere and it appeals to so many people. Yeah. Um, well, Nintendo America released it, and then it didn't do too well, and then Nintendo Europe released it, and it did gangbusters over there, and then it started spreading by word of mouth in America, and then it got big. I want more late movies as well, because I like that. I'd rather... The, apparently the Phoenix Wright movie is fantastic. What, the live-action musical thing? Is it a musical? There is. There's like a live-action late um Phoenix Wright musical. Oh, there's an actual, there's like a live action film. Oh, um, apparently, apparently, it's fantastic. I can't, I need to buy it or track it down or whatever. It's, I can't wait. You know, I'd love to see like a live action Leighton series, kind of like CSI. Each episode's like a new mystery he's trying to unravel and all that. And... Yeah, but then you couldn't really do the puzzles. It doesn't, it doesn't have to have puzzles, just have to have him solving mysteries and being awesome. But ha- um, have you, you haven't seen the uh, musical Phoenix Wright stage play? No. Oh, you need to go check that out. It's hilarious. No, I might. It's, and 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 like the whole cast is female as well. Oh, really? Yeah, and there's songs like the Edgeworth and stuff. And I need to show you some new pictures for it. Um, <clears throat> other really minor news. Um, Sakura Samurai is. Finally coming out in Australia. This is an eShop title that came out in America early this year. Um, sort of like Punch-Out style gameplay, all based on um, dodging attacks and then attacking slight RPG elements. Um, I've what I've played of it, I haven't it not been that bad. Um, easily one of the probably the top ten eShop titles. Um, it is being renamed though. It's not coming out Sakura Samurai. It's been called Hana Samurai: Art of the Sword. Um, not sure when it's scheduled to release, but that's definitely one to check, keep your eyes on. Other eShop titles announced. Um, now there was a Nintendo Direct that was recorded um, after or that was done after we recorded the last episode, but before we got it out, um, which is called Harmo Night, um, which is a new IP from Pokemon developers Game Freak, and it's sort of this musical. Um, one of those runner games, you continue the running in spot, but you've got to hit um, buttons and stuff to activate notes and whatnot. Have you seen the trailers for it, James? No, I okay. haven't. Um, Not yet. <clears throat> reports, it's quite good. It's even got some Pokemon music in there. And I mean, it's from Game Freak. They make, I mean, they are known for Pokemon, but they do make other games occasionally, and they are pretty good, like um, Jewel Dozer. Uh, I think Vook's got it on his Japanese 3DS, which is why I was hoping to have him on this show to talk about it. Um, but yeah, no, no date on a um, Western announce yet, but being a Game Freak game, I'm pretty sure it'll come out. It looks quite good. Um, and the only other bits of news were just some Wii U, um, Nintendo Land, um, uh, some new games in Nintendo Land revealed, one which was for Samus's. Metroid Blast, and then there's a Balloon Trip one. 
But other than that, and obviously the massive Wii U news, there hasn't been much else happening. Oh, well, it got announced we're possibly getting Penny Arcade, a Penny Arcade Expo down here. Yeah, I that, saw that. That's cool. I wonder where they'll have it. <clears throat> Sydney. Or Brisbane. <sighs> Look, if, even if they, even if it isn't Sydney, I'll probably go over there for one. I mean, I've always, if I ever went to, to America, I want to go to a Penny Arcade Expo because they just look like so much fun compared to other events. Um, but I think that's it for news. We may as well just wrap this up now. Um, and just go into the outro segment. Um, James, is there much going on site wise? Not at all. Okay. Um, <laughs> no new reviews. Sorry for the delay. Um, Hmm. Got a review up for New Super Mario Brothers 2. Yeah, I think that's it. There hasn't been much else coming out. I'm not sure. I'm just looking at the release date, seeing what, what we've got coming out soon. Um, I imagine we'll be having a review for Riven Paradise Beat the Beat or whatever it's called. Um, we were going to, but I have been too busy, and Vuk has been too busy. Um, I'd like to review it, though. So maybe it might, but maybe a bit delayed, but we'll see. There's also f- I don't want to. I don't want to make promises. There's also FIFA coming out soon, and um, I mean the new Pokemon games in just over a month, just under a month. So, but we'll definitely have a new episode out before then. Yay! Um, because we do have a hot topic we're going to talk about today, which I know James was really eager to discuss. Yes. Um, so we'll definitely be saving that for the next episode. Um, other than that, nothing going on at the forums. Um, and um, as I as I announced last episode of the podcast, um. We are officially announcing the podcast competition this episode. Up for grabs are copies of Kirby's Canvas Curse and Custom Robo Arena for the DS. Um, one lucky person will win both those games. To win the games, it's a two-step process. First, you need to leave a review on iTunes. Um, good or bad. I mean, I'd prefer a good one, but if not, then whatever. <laughs> um... And then you need to rev- um, need to leave the review, and then you need to email me your um, iTunes ID name, and just put podcast comp in the title. And then, from all the people who enter, there will be a, someone randomly selected, and they will win the game. Um, now this needs to be new reviews. The reason being because it would sort of be easy for people to go copy the ID of an old review and say, "This is me. Give me the game." Um, so yeah, send that through. Hopefully we'll have, um, some entries by next episode and then the lucky winner will be announced. So I think that, so yeah, oh yeah, my email address. Um, so email me at flamecondor, F-L-A-M-E-C-O-N-D-O-R at vooks.net and as I said, the... one lucky one will be announced next episode. So I think that's it for this episode. Anything else you want to add, James? Um, I don't think so. Cool. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. Next episode, um, we will... The hot topic will be that. The hot topic will be Street Fighter, which has just turned 25. So we'll just have... Oh, it will be fighters. Well, well, yeah, I mean, it'll be fighting games. I mean, we're going to have a look at the Street Fighter series, but also its influence on Nintendo systems and, like, other, um, I mean, it really was the kicking-off point for the fighting genre. Um, so we will sort of talk about other fighting games on Nintendo systems and so on. So until next episode, when hopefully my voice is getting better, um, thanks all for listening. Um, thanks for joining me, James. You are welcome. And we'll... As always. And we'll catch you all next time.
Bye. Bye.